You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Su Podcast, episode number 82. This episode is sponsored by Eric Su Insider, an online community where you get advice and tips from Eric Su on weekly conference calls. Learn more at slash insider and how you can get started. Hey there, it's Eric Su, and I wanted to personally thank you for listening to my podcast. If you are new, welcome. And if you are a longtime listener, I appreciate your continued support. Did you know your review on iTunes and Stitcher helps grow this podcast? Well, it does, so write a review today. Not into writing a review? Then maybe you would like to make a small donation. You can do so by clicking the Be My Patron Podbean link on my podcast page. Finally, helping others is the name of the game, so help a friend by sharing this podcast with them. Let's keep this movement growing. Now on to the show. Health tips and useful wellness advice without the hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast with inspiring guests and engaging fitness, nutrition, and the healthy living topics. You will be entertained and excited until the end. And now your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. We have a super cool personal trainer with us today. His name is Todd Carroll. We'll be talking about finding your motivation and how to stay motivated. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Todd. Todd, are you ready to make it happen? I am. Thanks for having me, Eric. Awesome. Todd Carroll has always been interested in the health and fitness industry. He decided to pursue his passion as a fitness coach after being unhappy with his financial consulting job. The combination of motivation, forming real relationships, and spreading his love for a healthy lifestyle has given him him much satisfaction. Todd, that was just a little bit about who you are. Would you be able to share with our audience a little bit more on how you got started? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, as I said, uh, health and fitness has always been a part of my life. Um, Growing up, sports and just staying active was everything I always wanted to do. Um, And having a little bit of a competitive spirit, um, I would say, kind of came from uh, guidance from my parents as well. My mom always preached a healthy living. And when you're little, you never really think about it. Like, I don't want to eat broccoli. I don't want to eat vegetables. But as you grow a little bit older, um, you look back on what your parents kind of guided you through and make your own own decisions. And I was thankful enough to have um, my mom lead a, a healthy life up to that point. And then I kind of took it from there as I played sports and carried that into college. Um, in high school, I was a football player, wrestler, uh, and I wanted to see how I could stay active in college as well. So I continued um, training, uh lifting weights, um, and I got to a point where I was like, what's next? Mm-hmm. I was doing in murals. They didn't have a wrestling program that I wanted to do at my college, um, although um, I did a couple tournaments. So I ended up um, deciding, what's my next goal in life? So I kind of started writing down my next fitness goals. I'd like to do a marathon, a triathlon. Um, kind of just listing out things. And I said, Whenever, when am I going to do a marathon? So I decided to do a marathon um, and started training for that. Um, so finding goals throughout my life has always 
been a way to keep me motivated in whatever kind of uh, fitness um, regimen that I have. Um, so I I guess it's kind of a personal state of mind of what I like to to do with my own fitness goals, but I like to give myself a little bit of a challenge um, to see if I can accomplish these own goals that I set for myself. Very good. I like that story a lot. Um, I'm going to dive in a little bit more about yourself and ask this question my audience really loves to hear from my guests, which is, what's one cool or unique fact about yourself? Um, cool and unique fact about myself. Actually, this is probably perfect timing right now. Um, it's kind of exciting. It's all on my, all that's on my mind right now. This past summer in June, um, June 2015, I went um, out to California and I filmed a show uh, for uh, the this show called Stone Cold's Broken Skull Challenge on CMT. And that's actually going to be airing this Sunday on January 31st, uh, 2016. So uh, it's nothing that I've ever done before. I've never really been on TV, but it seemed like it was going to be a cool opportunity. So I decided to seize it and, and, uh, and ended up working out. They chose me to come out to California film it and uh, do a little bit of a reality TV show. So that was kind of fun. That is very cool. Very cool, actually. Um, do you know the outcome of that, or is that a secret? I do know the outcome, but I can't say it yet because it hasn't aired. Um, so you just have to tune in on CMT um, uh, on Sunday when it when it airs. Awesome. Otherwise, I mean, I would love to say, and I, I've been holding it in for months and months and months, <laughs> but I can't say anything yet. <laughs> say, say the name of the show again. It's called, uh, the show that I'm on is called uh, Steve Austin's Broken Skull Challenge. Okay, excellent. And, and it's about a health and wellness type of topic? Um, it's more of a co- competition um, reality TV show. They have eight guys that go on the show and go into head-to-head competitions. Um, the first person to, um, usually it's to ring the other person's bell, will win, and then the other person goes home. So the last person standing at the end of these three competitions then goes into a obstacle course, and you run through this obstacle course at the end. If you have the best time and you beat the previous winner's time, then you win $10,000. However, if the previous winner, um, the previous winner's time is not beaten, then he wins another $10,000. So it's kind of just a, a fun competition series. Interesting. Very good. Well, everyone will have to tune in or somehow find it, right? Or see it some way. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, just on CMT on on Sunday. So um, it's a, it was definitely a surreal experience to be able to be a part of that. But it was uh, I mean, you definitely have to have a um, a fitness background or, or be in shape to be on the show because it uh, it causes it calls for a lot of uh, endurance and and mental. Um, mental fitness there. Mm, interesting. It almost sounds like a, like American Ninja Warrior, maybe. Yeah, that's what a lot of people compare it to. Except you're going head to head against people, you're not ah, just running it by yourself. But it. um, but yeah, yeah, it does have that that American Ninja Warrior vibe. Absolutely. Awesome. How fun. How fun. Um, so this whole idea of how to find your motivation and how to stay motivated is so important I think for people uh, being the new year 2016 now and so let's go right into it if we could Um, 
So yeah. my first question for you, Todd, is, well, how do you describe motivation and how do you help people? Motivation, I would say, is a little bit different for every single person that you come across. But motivation is an internal drive that I would say keeps you moving toward your ultimate goals, whatever they may be. And again, that's another different thing um, that's, that's, that's going to be different for every single person. Um, the motivation that people find um, is usually something that's going to be new in their lives mm. because motivation can fade over time. So if something is important in your life, and now I'll, I'll kind of take it back to fitness because mm -hmm. that's what we're talking about here. Um, you need to reevaluate what you want in your life every couple weeks or, or months, I'd say, to keep that motivation strong. Um, when you first, like we're talking about the new year, when you first get into a fitness program, say like a New Year's resolution program, which is great, but it's hard to stay on if you don't exactly know what you're getting yourself into mm -hmm. and why. If you know, hey, I want to lose some weight, so I'm going to go work out, um, have a great new year, and I want to lose 15 pounds in three months or so, whatever, uh, whatever it may be. Um, you need to know why you want to do it. Are you unhappy right now or... Um, are you trying to do it for a fitness goal? Maybe you're trying to uh, do a marathon. Maybe you're trying to do a fitness competition. Why are you? Why do you want to lose that weight? Um, and one of the important things for motivation is to know that uh, you should not be doing it for anybody else <laughs> except for yourself. Mm. Motivation um, comes with an internal drive. If you're motivating yourself because you want to get into a pair of pants, <laughs> um, that that would be an external motivator. Uh, so say you finally lose a couple weights or a couple pounds and you fit into your, your jeans that you've wanted to fit into for so long, uh, what next? Right. That that goal has been accomplished. But what people need to find when they're entering a fitness program is to find that it's going to be ultimately something that they're going to enjoy. Um, so motivation is a little bit different for, for everybody that, that comes across it, but really it's an internal drive of something that you want to accomplish and, um, and how you are going to stay on top of, uh, of your goal. Very good explanation. And, you know, there's these shows called Biggest Loser and all these other uh, weight loss shows out there. And I think Biggest Loser probably is the biggest one. And a lot of people, my clients, I should say, they, they share with me about that show and they talk about that show. And I think people on that show are there primarily to lose weight, but also the money plays a big factor. And um, again, that's an external motivator, would you say? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, I, those shows are great for an entertainment factor. Um, if we're talking about The Biggest Loser, I mean, I'll watch it and, and be entertained by it. However, if you look at um, the results from that show, uh, years down the road, looking back at the people on that show, a lot of them gain their weight back. Mm. Really on the show, they are not teaching a, a lifestyle of fitness. These coaches on the show, they're there really as 
actors mm-hmm. and um, trying to to get people um, just to lose weight because they want their team to win, right? Mm-hmm. And really, how much do these coaches care about their team? Because if you don't lose enough weight in the team on the team, then you're going home. Mm-hmm. And what is that teaching him? That's saying. I didn't lose enough weight, so I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. So I guess obviously you can see I have a little bit of a problem with these shows. I know. Um, as far as as far as fitness goes, um, but in, I, the people on the, those shows are real and they want to lose that weight, which is fantastic. So it it does give people a little bit of motivation to want to win that money. But I think an important piece to take away when watching them is to watch how people's personalities change. Mm. They might come on that show and they, um, a lot of times you, you'll see they're uh, depressed or they've been through this road before where they've tried to lose weight and then, and then it keeps coming back. But as they see their lives change, as they see their weight come off, they're looking at a new person and they're seeing a new light at the end of the tunnel, right? Um, this old weight is not a, not defining them, and they're finding a new um, uh, lease on life. Um, so I think that's kind of an important uh, takeaway from those shows, if I was to put a positive spin on it. Sure. Um, uh, but other than that, I mean, um, to motivate people with money um, is not going to be a lasting factor. Mm-hmm. You want to teach people that if you want to have a new life, a new fitness goal, you're going to have to completely change your lifestyle and hardwire your brain a new way. And that's the hardest thing for people to do a lot of times is to find a new way to, um, I don't know how to put it, um, to hardwire their brain and, yeah. and think in a new way. If you're really stuck on foods and you only like certain foods that are sweet sugary, um, buttery, whatever it may be, really you're going to have to sacrifice a little bit of time and and pleasure eating food um, for the long-term goals of what you may have. And I guess I'm kind of referring back to losing weight or um, getting a a better uh, body composition or just being overall happier in general with the way you look and the way you feel and having more energy through working out. I yeah. think, uh, not not to cut you off, I think uh, you hit it right on the nose in the beginning, which is finding the motivation starts within, starts with what makes us happy, right? The person, um, that feeling that that we're going to be happy with is, is what we're looking for. Can you go into that a little bit more and how people can find that? Or is there like a a secret to it? Hmm, that's a really good question. Um, and it may be individually. Everyone has their own way of doing it, but maybe there's a secret that you have about how to help someone discover it. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I, this is a conversation I have with my clients all the time, um, how to find um, motivation. And there's so many ways I've put it with them uh, a lot of different times in many different ways. Um, I would say that, you have to to look at your life um, in a present context and a future context. Um, when you're looking at your present context self, you're seeing that you're in control of every situation that you make because it's your present self. If I see that donut, I'm going to eat it. If I see that pizza, I'm going to eat it. But your future self doesn't have any say in what your present self is doing. 
So you need to give your future self a a voice, and that's where your motivation comes from, your future self. What is going to be happier in the long run? If I eat this donut, if I eat this pizza right now, am I going to make my future self happy or not? Mm. Um, so giving your, your future self a voice to speak so that um, maybe you can have that donut, you can have that pizza when you want, though. Um, but being in control of your actions and yourself is is a great way to be happy. And I think that's one of the, the greatest things that, that um, we can have a goal to, to do um, is be happy. And how are we going to do that? And I think by being in control of ourselves, um, by choosing what we want to do, not saying passing that donut or that pizza like I was talking about and having it just because it's there, but having it because we want to. I've had a, a great um, time with my, my fitness, and I've been um, accomplishing my goals, and I'm going to reward myself a certain way after I've gotten to a certain point mm. in, in whatever fitness it, it may be. Yeah. But I found that um, the internal, internal motivators are by far going to be the most um, satisfactory when you're working out. Um, when I've had clients come in and they have no motivation at all, I've found that um, the motivation comes to them a lot of times, especially if you have a, competi a competitive spirit, is to see their gradual improvements. Mm -hmm. So taking, um, taking note of how you are performing in week-to-week -week exercises, such as, oh, man, I improved five push-ups from last week, is, in a, is a motivator in itself. Now, that's not going to get you in your jeans. That's not going to win you money if you're on a show. But even more important than both of those things or, or any external motivator, I would say, is that internal motivator, just feeling good about yourself. I am better than I was yesterday. I am better than I was two weeks ago. And seeing gradual improvements like that will keep somebody motivated. Yeah. When um, a person looks at themselves in the mirror and they don't see any changes as of like a week ago, because we're in a living in a society where we want immediate gratification, yeah. it's hard to, to find a way to um, look at ourselves in the mirror and, and say, all right, I'm going to see results six months down the road, but I got to keep it after it right now. It's hard for for our society to say that. So being able to um, take a look at papers and see numbers changing um, as far as improvements is, is an absolute um, improvement, yeah. as well as um, staying on uh, um, a weight mind. What I mean by that is uh, like uh, when people step on the scale, mm -hmm. those numbers are super important to a lot of people. But I try to stress that the weight on the scale is not the most important thing. Um, body fat would be more important than the weight on the scale because um, a lot of people have a different body, body composition. And you might lose some weight, but you might gain some muscle. So even in the beginning of a program, I've had people that may have gained a pound or two in the first week because their the muscles were dormant and they're starting to um, uh, be used again. So you're using your muscles, so you're gaining that muscle density back. Um, and 
then the fat will will come off eventually. However, people don't realize that they just see the numbers on the on the scale. So I think um, taking body fat is also very important in in keeping you motivated. But overall, I guess I was saying you just need to um, kind of record what you're doing and make sure that everything is on on um, on track week to week, where you're you're improving your fitness goals, and then your every other goal will kind of follow in line even like your happiness goal yeah absolutely you know and as you um explained all that i I was just thinking to myself it's it's really about if we just don't see um our ourselves and we just focus on how we feel about ourselves we may go a long way because uh, that immediate gratification is always a visual thing but we always sometimes forget that it's a feeling uh thing as well so I, i think that's could be the way to summarize what you said, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so real quick here, uh, we're almost like 20 minutes into the show. Can you believe it? Um, oh. How, yeah, <laughs> how, how would you help someone, you know, let's just say they achieve what they want to achieve, uh, their 30-day challenge, for example, and and the, how do they continue that motivation? What would you say they would need to do? Right. You achieved your goal and you want to move on. How how's what's the next step going to be? Um, constantly finding new goals, and I stress the to my own clients and even myself. I'll find myself writing down goals probably every couple months, making sure that I set new standards for myself because there's always room to improve, no matter what age you are and um, what fitness level you're at. You can always find some way you want to improve. So saying that 30 days, you lost your 15 pounds, so what next? You're going to go back to what you were doing before, but what got you to that unhappiness point in your life at first that made you want to change your mind and change the way you were uh, um, eating or or working out? You need to find that, um, like I said before, it's a lifestyle change. So finding um, new motivation factors is, is key because over time and, and, um, and over your workouts, your goals are going to change. You're going to improve in fitness or maybe you don't want to do something like you used to, like you used to be a runner, but that's not interesting you anymore and that's become boring. And then I, I say change it up then. It, it, working out shouldn't be boring. If you find that it's becoming monotonous, maybe you want to do more of weightlifting or swimming. Um, there's so many different ways to stay active. Um, and even walking or going on a, a, a trail um, and, and just staying active. But once you find your goal, that doesn't mean you need to quit at all. I would say just... Write down new motivation factors that's going to keep you going. Um, so if weight was one um, and you lost 15 pounds, maybe another 10 is the next goal. And what's that going to be? And how is that going to come along? I also think that um, having somebody by your side to go along with those motivation factors is going to be um, key to, to keep you uh, on your goals. Because when you, when you have somebody that's going to improve um, your lifestyle and keep you on track. That's going to be so much easier to to stay um, accountable for what you're doing. Um, 
if you think like you're going about it all on your own and you're not seeing any any motivation factors, that's setting you up for failure. So you want to have a support system, whether it be a family member, brother, sister, wife, um, to to keep you motivated or at the le- very least encourage you in what you're doing that is very very important or even a personal trainer that's why personal trainers are here is people get to um a stalemate in their workout and they need that next push to get past that plateau or that mental plateau where they've just gotten sick of working out and they don't know what's next and it happens to everybody it's very hard to find somebody that um, 24-7, 365 is going to be on their workouts 100%. But to have a, a partner in crime to keep yourself motivated and to know what your goals are um, is, is going to be crucial to the success or failure of your program as well, I would say. Awesome answer. And um, just a real quick question here for you. I'm curious to know, what is your opinion about a wearable fitness devices do you know what i'm talking about fitbits and so forth yeah you're talking yeah the the heart rate monitors um uh as a motivator you know Um, a lot of people tell me they're they're they use it because it motivates them but go ahead right right um i think they're good to an extent but they shouldn't be a crutch either and what i mean by that is i've um seen where you have the heart rate monitor on and um somebody's doing great in their workout and all of a sudden they look at their their watch and they think their heart rate's too high so they slow down (laughs) but really i i think it should be based on feel because everybody's different when you take those um target heart rates and they're kind of um overall general uh for the general population so some people might be able to have a higher heart rate than others, you never know. Even at the same age and same fitness level, everybody has different bodies. Um, but I, I like them to, as a measurable goal. If you're trying to do, um, like in getting your target heart rate on uh, the bike or on the treadmill, um, I think that's kind of what Orange Theory is about, where you can be getting your target heart rate zone, hold it there for a moment, and come back down in their interval training, which is also great. Um, but it shouldn't be a crutch to um, where where people are, they can't work out because of that, or um, they're going to look at their, their watch every two seconds. I, I think sometimes um, technology now can be a distraction, and I, I look at workouts and um, and fitness as at a very basic level um, for the enjoyment factor of it. And that's what I try to do with my clients. I try to keep it enjoyable. I want to change it up maybe so they don't get um, bored with, with what's going on. But um, I, I think it can be a help um, depending on who you are, but um, it shouldn't be a crutch where you're leaning on your fitness goals all the time. Um, like I'm even thinking of um, Map My Run uh, app, like where you have it on your phone and you're uh, seeing how far you go, which I think is great if you want to use it for for distance and stuff. And even that's a great way to compare. I guess well, you shouldn't compare yourself, but um, it's a great way to see where other people are at too, because I think you can do similar runs um, and step challenges. So. I guess it has its good and bad, but the way I look at fitness is, is uh, again, at a, a basic level where you 
you do it for the enjoyment. Don't do it um, um, as as a crutch uh, to to keep you um, working out. Very good. I guess. Excellent. Yeah, I've always said that uh, there are two type, types of people with regards to uh, electronic wearable devices. Type one is uh, they need it because they need motivation, and the other type is they are self-motivated. But anyhow, <laughs> um, what yeah, it's a great way to put it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, what three tips could you share with us, real quick, Todd? You've been great so far uh, about health and wellness. Three fitness tips. Um, as far as as far as keeping fitness goals, um, I, I guess I'll kind of recap on on what what I said earlier. I would say write down your goals. Um, Month to month, week to week, they may change. So know what you're going to the gym for. Um, my second one would be let your future self speak for your present self so that your future goals can be attained. The third one I would say is find a partner or find a group of people, somebody that is going to keep you on your goals and keep you motivated um, and accountable for what you want to achieve. Excellent, excellent tips. Um, I agree with all three of those. And then real quick here, how do people get a hold of you, and would you have any last piece of advice for our audience? Yeah, uh, if people wanted to get a hold of me, um, I work at Heart Gainers Athletics at Ackerman Fitness in Glen Ellen, Illinois. Um, uh, my email is T-O-D-D-J-C-A-R-R-O-L-L at gmail.com, Carroll at gmail.com, or my Facebook is also Todd Carroll. Um, my last bit of uh, advice, I would say, is if you're looking to start a program, just get started. You don't have to think about it too much as far as um, just walking or running just something simple is going to get you motivated, and then everything will, will will follow from there. It's just as hard as taking that first step, showing up, and then the rest will follow. Excellent advice and good good knowledge and wisdom of information today, Todd. I really appreciate it. I know a lot of my audience members are going to enjoy this episode, so I really appreciate it. I'll have to get down there and do a workout with you um, as I'm over at Ackerman as well. For some training but Absolutely. anyhow thank you so much for your time and i'll talk to you soon todd yeah thank you eric it was great thank you all right thank you so much for joining us today on healthy living with eric sue head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show and eric's health and wellness blog your healthy living is waiting for you so stay active and be safe